Hey, it's Coco. And Carly. And sometimes at the Scotchop. And we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week will inspire you to get back on Blueprint. Through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we're spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Welcome to the fun house. <laughs> Did we harmonize? I think that, that sounded some really good. Content right there. Well, you know, <laughs> copyright. We're not allowed to actually use any other music. Okay, really? here we are. I don't know. Here we are. I gotta wrestle them all in again. Uh, we are on what Cartley episode? Seventy-five. Seventy-five, and 75. that is a, that is a milestone on our Peloton. Yes, it you is. You get a badge for 75 rides. We've just hit a milestone, oh folks. So here we are. Um, I just posted a whole bunch of stuff on my Instagram this morning. We're in that experience month. Are we ever? And yeah, and Coco, I have a bone to pick with you about that. Yes. Now people aren't going to sign up for our newsletter link in our profile because you put it all no, over I your knew. Instagram. No, I knew. I heard your okay. voice in the okay. head, but I was like, I, I can't. But if still, I, if link, I get, link in profile, sign up for the newsletter. If I get a nudge, you, there's you nothing get, I can do. You only get one third of the newsletter if you've only read her posts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. you, miss, you miss all the other cool interesting stuff. Yeah, you right? miss, the, you miss the juice. Honestly, it's really hard for me come middle of month, I'm noticing, because I'm trying to, like, give information based on what they're telling me about the energy report. <laughs> Scott, you can't slurp on the podcast here. Sorry, everybody. No one heard that. <laughs> Let's play Who Am I? Yeah. Like... <laughs> <laughs> the coffee is freaking hot, okay? Try not to burn myself. So... The reason why I just do everything based on nudges and on feelings. So today I had to post that because it was very poignant for everybody to see how from the 2nd to the 14th, which I don't even know what the date is today. Today's the 12th. We're very much, have you been in that rocky energy the last two weeks? Meaning, have you been in that finality of so many things, you know? Have you been seeing things like never before? Have you been surrendering? And I know us as a team that there has been... um, breakups there has been letting go there has been acceptance there has been surrender there has been doing the opposite of what we would normally do and that also under that's what goes under the word rocky I know that people when they hear rocky the first thing that they do is like rocky like doom and gloom Mm -hmm. but rocky just means you know you're pushing through to the new and that report today had to really um, emphasize that so on Thursday night I had a really, really, really big download and um, Alexia was with me actually when I downloaded it and I really feel that it is of a higher um, explanation of maybe what we've been talking about for the year as a whole. Wouldn't you say, Carly? Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a... Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be like, oh my gosh, blown away by it, but just like how we always try and give you as many analogies as possible, I think this will probably resonate with those who it hasn't resonated with before. Yeah, and I think it's just giving a way more detailed approach mm-hmm. than it ever has. Mm-hmm. And, and I, practical and tangible. And practical and tangible, whereas before we very much talked to you guys about like um, being a computer and this being a computer game, and we talk about like what are your distractions and really not getting sucked back into them, but the guides kind of gave a kahuna <laughs> 
like overview with so many different languages on how this exactly goes. So Mm -hmm. I'm just going to get straight into it because very much this week, like right now, you guys, I mean, I don't see a lot of what we would call 3D, but I know it's getting quote unquote beyond out there. Okay. The distractions are just they're piled upon piled upon piled upon piled and I know we talk about it all the time but you know what does it actually mean with imagery to apply to your life as a light being that comes into this computer simulation okay so I'm just going to start briefly and then they can join in as they need so when we are born into this body of form Imagine that all of a sudden you're like standing at the gate of like, you know, the stampede or exhibition exhibition grounds and there's like a circus going on inside a fair carnival Carnival. Carnival. okay yes so you're standing at the gate you're like that soul waiting to get a body you have your freaking ticket and you're like soul yeah like like soul yeah Yeah, carnival and all of a sudden like you're lined up with billions of people you have your ticket and all of a sudden they're like Coco! And you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And you go through the gates and all of a sudden, as you go through that gate, you take your body of form. And here you are in the fucking circus. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that fade out. (laughs) So what happens when you're in the circus is right away you are greeted by your parents Mm -hmm. or whoever would have raised you or whoever would have put programming in you. Mm -hmm. So as soon as you go through that gates, all of a sudden it's like, hi, Scott. Hi. And they take you over to clown college. (laughs) (laughs) And in clown college, you really, um, you take on their programming, you get the degree, you do, you check off all the boxes, you coddle, you know, what we would call now their wounds. Um, and you really just in clown college do what your parents tell you you should do. And the world as a whole. Exactly. Because there's a million other instructors at clown college. Mm-hmm. So based on what clown college you enter. So maybe you <laughs> entered the clown college in Latman, Saskatchewan, where I did. Maybe you enter clown college with Scott over here in Cornac, Saskatchewan. <laughs> we all know what my education is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe you're with Alexi over here in clown college in Regina, Saskatchewan. And then Carly, well, she's a little bit more bougie. <laughs> yeah. She's in clown college in Kelowna, BC, mm-hmm. right? But she's in that clown college with all those instructors and all those teachers and all those people telling you how to live and how to exist as quote unquote a human, Mm -hmm. really, but see the analogy as a clown. So you're in clown Mm -hmm. college and what you do is you build an entire life within that clown college. And an identity within that clown college. And an identity within that clown college. So sometimes you might be like, you know, using me as an example, I could have been like, wow, I'm in clown college, but I got to get the fuck out of clown college. So I just went to a different clown college in a different city in a different place. Okay. So that has how so many of us do where we have that nudge to get out of clown college. Cause some people just stay in their clown college in their town and they never leave. And that whole conditioning, that whole programming to then break free of it 30 years later. Okay. Most of us, 
break out of that clown college in our early, you know, teens into our 20s. But what we don't realize is we just went to a different clown mm-hmm. college. You break out of your city, but you're still exactly. in the same tent. Exactly. So the overarching tent of clown college is one. Exactly. And then within the different cities are where you would experience it. Yes. Yes, you're the big top. So then one night what happens, we're using the analogy is, holy shit, you're at clown college <laughs> and you got drunk. You're wasted. You're wasted took some drugs maybe i don't know you're seeing shit that you've never done carly's over there being I'm like chocolate wasted yeah <laughs> yeah carly's had chocolate wasted. scott's like what the hell carly or scott went and met a woman and <laughs> that turned into what two lovely children yes <laughs> and i'm drunk and high yes and coco is, is i don't really know partying i guess too i don't know so anyways Whatever your journey is, you all of a sudden got out of your clown college randomly, not even really known to you. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you wake up and you're in the house of mirrors. The house of mirrors. It changes everything. It changes everything. And when you're in house of mirrors, all of the sudden everything changes in house of mirrors because you start hitting yourself against the mirrors. You start getting information. You start getting knowledge. You're like, what the fuck? How did I even end up in, in this house of mirrors? You start questioning everything. You start looking for a way out and you start living within the house of mirrors. So in the house of mirrors, there's intercom systems going off. Okay. And you feel called to, say, one specific intercom station. So we'll use Oprah for an example. So when you're, say, listening to Super Soul Sunday or you're, you know, really loving what Oprah has to offer to help you on your journey, you're listening and you're tuned into Oprah's intercom, okay? So, so for example, you're talking about, like, uh, like girl wash your face, kind of like that sort of stuff. Yes. People who are, like trying to help you guide to a better life, like the 5 a.m. club. Like that, exactly. That's what would you have listened to when you were in the fun house or the house of mirrors? Don't ask Sensei Scott. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, no, but I would love Lego. to know. But it's, but it's like the, you know, Rachel Hollis is yeah. of the world. Like there's there's the different self-help. Brene Brown. Pe- Brene yeah. Brown, yes, exactly. Holistic psychologist. Yes. All of these different people. So in this house of mirrors... There's different intercoms that are telling you, directing you, guiding you to find your way out of this space. Yes. So depending on the the intercom that you're tuned into, they're going to tell you, okay, if you listen to me, I'm going to get you out of this place, right? And so yes. you don't know any different because you just came from clown college. And you don't trust yourself. No. Because so, you're also kind of hungover. Yes. <laughs> and you've kind and of recovering. Part, and you're recovering from whatever the case may be. Like Scott was really tired when he got in House of Mirrors because he had two kids. They were wiped. still with him yeah. in the House of Mirrors. And he's trying to find his way in that House of Mirrors. Exactly. So you were looking for anything externally in the house of mirrors to guide you out of this tent and sometimes that is relationships yep sometimes that is food Mm -hmm. food is a big thing Mm -hmm. well if i eat this way if i do this if i do that fitness would have been yours meditation fitness food for scott it was like crystals the tarot cards yes anything that is a higher vibration than what you were a higher vibration than the clown college and the drunken you on the street that made your way to this 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 tent this new house of mirrors okay so that comes in an array of different things Mm -hmm. like so many things but then you almost become obsessed with that in the house of mirrors because 
that is your quote unquote savior. Well, it becomes Bible, right? Whatever your Mm -hmm. guide on the intercom is telling you, you listen to because you don't trust yourself to figure it out on your, on your own. But here's the thing. And Scott, you made this point when we were discussing this earlier, your guide is sharing with you their journey. They're sharing with you how they got out of the house in years, or maybe they're still in it and they don't, they think they're out, but they're not. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So the thing is, is they're saying, Hey, okay, now turn left, but you're walking and you're like, uh, there's no, it's just a mirror. Like I can't go left. Mm -hmm. And then that's what spins you. Cause you're like, but in order to get out, I have to go left and I can't go left. What's wrong with me? Why can't I go left? They went left. And that's the spin. You're bumping into the mirrors. You're smacking your face. You're trying to find your way out. And another thing is, like, it's not that these people are wrong. No. No. Um, because there is successes in their their teachings. People mm-hmm. can, like, make the left turns or the right turns when they need to and have a lot of success with what they're doing. But ultimately, you that's part of the journey because you have to move from listening to someone else to listening to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes. Through feeling. Yes. Through feeling. And in the fun house or the house of mirrors, I keep calling it fun house, <laughs> but house of mirrors, you very much are coming from the thinking, which was clown college based because mm-hmm. clown co- college based is cause and effect. The programming. It's programming. It's very much X, Y equals Z, mm-hmm. right? So then all of a sudden you come into the mirrors and that all of a sudden is a little bit step up to feeling, but yet nobody there is feeling. No. Okay. Everybody is listening and everybody is consuming. Mm-hmm. And then on the next level, everyone is selling. Yes. Okay. Everyone sells in the house of mirrors because everyone is doing the next gimmick. So they're showing me Scott in Paris when he got fucking tricked because they're trying to sell you with the illusion mm-hmm. of like, oh, you know, it's all the hustlers in Paris. If you've been to any European city or even Mexico, they're always trying to sell you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're in these house of mirrors and it's like, I got a bracelet for you. I got a bracelet for you. I got this because they're selling. And then in the middle of that house of mirrors, there's someone like me back in my contrast life where you maybe would have come to one of my pop-ups or one of my fashion things. And you would have been like, who the fuck is this? And what the fuck is going on? Because even when I was in the house of mirrors, I was coming from feeling. Yeah, you felt so that you're going to meet people every now and then in the mirrors that invokes a feeling in you. And Carly can speak to that because she just talked about it, about when you said, um, when you got offered a job at Lululemon. So Lululemon very much is a directional place in that house of mirrors for all of us where it's like, that was kind of that feeling that, you know, they're telling me, cause at Lulu, when I worked there, we had to put the essential oils on every time. Yeah. So it was like, yes. we could smell the essential oils. So we went that way because that was our first time ever that we felt we didn't really know this was before Lululemon was even super trendy, you know. Yeah. So a large majority of us that well, went to was, Lululemon, it was a culture, and they were yeah, they were culture. Pre- they were preaching something completely, completely different, different than yes. what was anyone else. They was were doing quote unquote it. selling something very different. Yes. They yeah, were. well, yeah, they were selling like like a lifestyle, oh, like yeah. be happy, like reach your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, very much like what you hear about. You know, lots of people talk about is like, what are you doing? Like, you know, talk to people, set yourself up for success, like. What are your intentions? Like a lot of that is Lululemon culture mm-hmm. based mm-hmm. where in corporate or in retail that nobody was no, doing nobody it. Nobody was it's doing it. And, numbers. And, and now even to this day, a lot of people aren't doing that anymore. No. And so Carly had said an amazing thing because like Carly and I met in fashion school. Okay. So that was in 2007 when I was in the house of mirrors as well. 
But Carly all of a sudden, you know, would have been impacted by, say, me Mm -hmm. back in 2007 at fashion school. So all of a sudden, we're both in the house of mirrors being like, this is it. Fashion school (laughs) is going to get us out of here. I'm going to be famous. We're going to fucking be living the best life. Literally, that was my mindset. I'm going to be head of PR for the biggest fashion company. Like, we're getting out of this house of mirrors. And I met a lot of people in fashion school that really are a big part of my life. Not big, but still in my life today. So Carly met me there, followed me on social media. We didn't really have a connection. And she just told me this story about you got offered for Lululemon. So all of a sudden she can smell those essential oils, that culture. (laughs) She's like, oh my God, that's my way out now. Mm -hmm. I'm done fashion school, but I'm getting this job offer. And the reason why she took the job is... Because I remembered that my one friend from fashion school, Coco worked there while we were in school and she seemed to like it so I'll probably like it but what's so profound about that statement is the fact that we hadn't been in touch for so many Mm -hmm. years and out of every single player in my game at that time she was the one Mm -hmm. that my feeling was pulled to to then basically model after yes Mm -hmm. exactly Mm -hmm. and so you'll meet these people in the house of mirrors Mm -hmm. that you don't even realize are honestly already out (laughs) or of a higher consciousness because they're trying to direct you and help you what we didn't I don't think we noted that there is like there's a way out yes so when we're in the house mirrors we're looking for that way out yes so I don't know if we mentioned that but there is a way out of the house of mirrors so I'm just going to kind of talk about the progression now so you Mm -hmm. can understand what we mean so when you're in the house of mirrors it is basically a step up very smallly when you first enter from 3D. Okay, very smallly. You're mm-hmm. still fucking snoring, yeah. let's be honest. Yeah. But when you get towards the end, like I see it like a big, long building, okay? And when you get to the end of like the house of mirrors, you are becoming into your awakening, you're moving into consciousness and things are starting to move, okay? So then what happens is... Um, you need to get off this game. Okay, so Alexia is going to, she explains it so much better than me. Okay, so from the House of Mirrors, you exit and you are at a field. Yes. Okay, and you look up and you see this huge drain. Okay. Looks like a tornado, bathtub drain. It's just the spinning energy. So you're looking up and it's like, holy cow, this thing is huge. But the pull to go through the drain, even though you don't know what's beyond it, is great okay Mm -hmm. so someone like Coco Mm -hmm. would be she's walked through the house of mirrors she's done clown college she's out she's up the drain now and she's saying hey look up look up I can help you remember that there's more to the carnival that Mm -hmm. you've been stuck in for your whole life Mm -hmm. so you look up and you're like okay I'm gonna do this so you start moving up that drain moving yourself into the energy of what we would call like you know, 5D and beyond, okay? So you have this experience, you start to really remember who you are, but then as life happens, you start to feel the pulls back to the game. Exactly. Okay? So when we say the game, we mean the carnival as a whole. Mm -hmm. So if you think of Coco, we'll use you for the example, Coco is sitting above the drain, Mm -hmm. okay? Then there's the drain, and then if you're looking downwards, you would see the carnival laid out, and it could be on a board game. Okay, mm-hmm. you can visualize it like that. Like Candyland. Like Candyland. Yeah. Okay, that's perfect. <laughs> um, so 
I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. You're looking down at Candyland because you're now at a higher consciousness. Yes. And so when you start plugging in yes. and tapping in to remembering who you are, well, you have people in your life who have been on the board game, right? Yes. Who have spent a lot of time with you in the carnival. So you start to feel okay, there's this pull to go back down. There's this pull to, you know, engage with people who are still in the board game. And to hide that I'm even in the drain. Yes. So some people are in the closet that yes. they're in the drain and they're moving up because, oh my God, well, people in the game aren't going to accept me anymore because I met this person in clown college or I know them from House of Mirrors. Yes. Like, I can't tell them I'm moving up the drain. What the <laughs> fuck are they going to think of me? Like, yes. I'm nobody else is doing this, mm-hmm. right? And all your wounds and everything kind of start to ping at you because how they're showing it to me, when you're in the drain, you you start to lose that body of form. Okay. Yeah, and let's just clarify, by drain, we don't mean like a drain going down. Like when We're we, talking a drain Yeah, when up. you look at a drain and you see that little like um, water tornado that yeah. forms in the drain, think of that but going up. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's so, a pull up. Exactly. Pull up. So when you're in the drain is when all of a sudden you start to hear all the opinions and everybody starts to tell you to come back down, tells you all the things, um, you question everything about your life. It's better in the house of mirrors. It's better in the house of mirrors. All the people that you spent time with, like Alexia, who, I mean, I don't know if you want to, Alexia is broken up with her partner. So that would have been a huge example that she can speak to shortly about the drain Mm -hmm. and how that partner based on time, based on all that Mm -hmm. stuff would be pulling her back down. Right. So then what happens eventually here, as you do this work and you really get stronger, the, the power of that drain, because someone like say me is up here pulling you up because I am the bridge from old earth to new. So you need to find these people who all of a sudden like come up the drain, come up the drain, drain. yeah, Yeah, come up the drain, drain. (laughs) and then quote unquote, you plug into what is called the motherboard, which would be my energy signature, right? So there's millions and millions of motherboards. So whoever you follow to help you remember, you plug into the motherboard and all of a sudden your computer starts to turn on and you're like, well, what the heck? If you haven't upgraded your software to be compatible with the motherboard, you're going to glitch yes. and you're going to go back down. Yes. So that's where the whole, it's your journey and you have to do the healing mm-hmm. comes into place. And that's when things feel slow when you yes. haven't updated your software, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And so once you kind of plug into the motherboard, you never really go, you never, ever, ever go back. You never go back down that strain. Well, you, you go back consciously. Yes. So like, you know, when you're going back, cause you have a purpose. And so you just slide right back yeah. up. Right? So I mean, yes. you never go back down to, um, living in that. Living no, in that. Yeah. So because, using, well, go ahead. No. Well, using Scott as an example, Scott goes down every single day down the drain consciously. Yes. So that's why we call him Sensei Scott, like out in the world, you know, like if you hang out with Scott for a day, everywhere you go, it's like, people are gravitating, you know, like last summer we're at Tofino, we're standing in line for the co-op. All of a sudden the guy in front of us turns around and starts talking to Scott. Everybody talks to Scott, but you have to see Scott as that energy. He's every day when he leaves, say, our frequency of our home, he goes down consciously the drain and he's hanging out in the mirror. And, and in the carnival yeah, as a whole. Yeah, he's in the carnival as a whole. He's loving his life. He's like, so tell me more. He's like, oh, cof- coffee and cotton candy. Wow, <laughs> let's just like. Yeah, so tell me, how do you drink your coffee? And really questions people in a way that they've never felt before because he's coming from feeling. 
So you just had an experience about that yesterday. Like he mentors at the air house and he was saying how he had a whole conversation about what was it about how you drink coffee? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Apparently it's a little excessive. I don't know. I find it's just, it's just what works. Yeah. Well, you give people a different perspective coming from feeling that they wouldn't. So then they're like, who are you? Where are you? Where the fuck did you even come from? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you shake their DNA, you shake their cells so that they move an inch that they never normally would move in the, in the house of mirrors. Well, it's because Scott is the, Scott's energy coming down into the carnival is feeling based when everybody is in thinking, right? And everybody is in that house of mirrors trying to find feeling but they don't have the language or understanding to know what that is so that's why when you come down scott is a living fucking magnet you meet him and you feel the pull right that's because he's coming down from the motherboard yes yeah and he he's cringing i know he he can't can't handle handle it it. he can't handle when we talk about him i don't do as much as you guys think i do i just show up oh listen enough (laughs) Right. Yeah. Just being yeah. honest. Carly, I, I just do emails, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> These two with their wounds. I can't. I can't. I don't, I don't feel, here's the thing. I don't feel like it's a wound. I feel like I'm just... Being. I, yes. I'm, I'm, I'm truly who I am, yes. and I'm comfortable enough with who I am. And because I, I'm very non-judgmental, that allows people to be very comfortable and talk about things they wouldn't necessarily talk about. And that's why I don't feel like I'm doing really anything other than allowing them to be who they are. Yes, but, well, but you don't see the separation. No, of you. and beyond yeah. that, it's just it's just the presence of you because yes. of how you live your life and you know mm-hmm. the frequency you're coming from. Well, and Alexia had said to me the other day too because I very much struggle with this as well. And Alexia said, um, "You don't do the work; you are the work." So very much like I. And bo- can you explain how you said that? There's this no, is where- there's no separation. Yes, like you yeah. live your life every day doing it. Yes. There's no breaks. There's no, oh, okay. She doesn't schedule her yeah. time to be on and off. No, exactly. It's just, there's just, it is inherently who you are. Yes. Like, but you so, just are the work. Yes. And that's why me and Scott very much do have a hard disconnect when say Carly and Alexia <laughs> do try and tell us about what the human interactions of me and Scott are because we don't see it because we are it, I Mm -hmm. guess is what you try and get through our heads. And both of us, like I can see it in Scott and I know he can see it in me, but together as a whole, we're just like, Oh, well, it's like light and human. There's no separation. No, there is. You're light. Yes, exactly. There's no dilly, like as is everybody. Right. So (laughs) we and Scott aren't special, but you need to understand that we came into these, we came into these bodies, into the circus being like, we know what we're fucking doing this Mm -hmm. time around. We know that we're going to make our way through all of, this to get up to the motherboard and to remember that we're the motherboard and then that controls the entire game and the difference is you trusted yourself yes you didn't spend a lot of time taking in or searching for the answers from the speakers in the house of mirrors yes because inherently you just had that pull yes you didn't know what the pull was you felt fucking crazy at times but you followed it right and so i think we really need to talk so people can understand is i feel like a majority of people listening right now are either in the house of mirrors or they're in the drain Mm -hmm. okay and then also i want to talk about the people that do kind of go up the drain and then come back down on how we handle that because i know a lot of people are handling that in their life Mm -hmm. so I'm going to leave this with Alexia to kind of talk about well your recent journey because your partner was coming up the drain 
maybe with you. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you want to lead it so people can understand because I know that this analogy is really important for people where they're at because you were going up the drain the last year regardless. Yes. Speak on the analogy and how that works with your life now because there was... the person that you just broke up with was mm-hmm. not coming in the dream because the game was too much of a pull and why? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously for me, like ascension is, and me just remembering who I am is a non-negotiable. I'm not, not going to continue doing this because yes. of a person, place, thing, whatever. It's a state of being. It is a state of being. Mm-hmm. So yeah, me and my partner, I, you know, I'd been feeling that disconnect for a while. I spent all of January really spinning about it because he is in the carnival mm-hmm. and operating in the carnival. And I... In clown college. In clown college, yes. right? And, and he loves it. He yeah, loves it. He's he, got all the perks and all the joy oh, and everything. Yeah. Best 3D life you could ever ask yeah. for, right? Yeah. With 4D language. Yes. So he knows people in the in the house of mirrors or new. So then he could use that language to relate with me because I was moving up the drain. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah. So really, (laughs) well, what is a big thing that we talked about before we came on is in Alexia's example, she went through the whole drain and now she's plugged into the motherboard. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when she was, um, plugged in when she had plugged in that's when the disconnect really started to be okay and then I would have to consciously yeah. come down the drain back onto the game every single time I would interact with him mm-hmm. which for my physical body was an emotional body was draining mm-hmm. like I would feel that drain and that disconnect every single time but you know wounds and things that you hear in the clown college like you've been together for so long yeah. or whatever it is really kept me Spinning. Spinning. It created a spin for me. So obviously, you know, there comes a point where the disconnect and what somebody wants is apparent. And I never, you know what I mean? You never want to make somebody choose something different because Mm -hmm. they have to want it. Mm -hmm. And so this person wanted to stay in the clown college and that's the reality of the situation. And, And I mean... Yeah, and, you know, and it takes huge courage, and so many people try to fit their ass yeah. and all their crap and everything up the fucking drain with and them. And I spent time yeah. though. I spent time trying. So I made him conscious in my mind. Yes. When in reality, his actions and who sh- who he was did not reflect the narrative and the reality that I'd created in my head. Mm-hmm. Right. So what happened is why I had a spin is I had spent so much time trying to get him out of the house of mirrors or even into the house of yeah, mirrors into the house and of up mirrors. the drain with me. Mm-hmm. But there comes a point where that push and pull, you know, when somebody wants to stay where they are, you can't say anything or do anything under the sun to make them want differently. Mm-hmm. That that pull has to come from inside of you. As we all know, we're here today because we felt the pull to be where we are today, Mm -hmm. right? Nobody could talk you into it. You just feel the pull. You get tired of your own shit and you do it. Mm -hmm. So that was, that's the reality of the situation is, you know, for me, I can't spend my time not knowing my worth. And that was a big layer for me was settling for the bare minimum and, you know, allowing somebody who doesn't want to move up with me and move up like I and you can't like they just keep showing me people need to hear this because I know lots of people are going through this and you have to hear the analogy of this is you can't drag like I just keep seeing this like Santa's ass up the chimney with all the toys and all the baggage and all the stuff 
right? And so like we were talking about Carly earlier and she came through the house of the mirrors like really unscathed, like in her contrast life. And then Carly kind of used the jet fuel because she's fucking smart of, you know, Planet Coco and got- Called engineering. Yeah, engineering (laughs) and got up the pipe, right? But she brought everything with her. So now she's stabilized up here, but now she's going to clean all her shit to go back down the drain. Mm -hmm. Okay. So everybody has a different journey. I I know me and Scott are going through this with our daughter as well. And what is a big thing too is sometimes you have to understand that some people are meant for your involvement in your rise Mm -hmm. versus being so much more of just coming with you to the motherboard. Like Scott surrendering to allow our daughter to not come up the drain with us is actually more about Scott's rise than it is anything else, Mm -hmm. right? And and here's the thing, I guess, talking about you know, Megan and even uh, Alexia's boyfriend here, what people come across, ex-boyfriend, ex-boyfriend sorry. I love uh, the look, <laughs> the look of, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. How dare um, you, get it together. And what people, what else holds people in that spin and keeps them in that house of mirrors is the fact that they have made those choices. They, you know, like more specifically, I guess with Megan, she's made the choice to move out and she's committed to it. So even if she has come across like new information and mm-hmm. wants to, re-engage that choice she's almost feel like she's gone too far now i have i'm committed to it now i have to go through it because i can't go back to you know dad and coco here and tell them that i've made a mistake because i'm too ashamed of what i'm feeling and that's one of the other things that keeps people you know in that house of mirrors like if devin wanted to come back you said like no like i'm like you wouldn't because too much has gone on. But like in order for him to even come back to choose you, the amount of stuff that he has to overcome to make that choice, he's like put so many different obstacles in his path yes. to try and re-engage, to go up that yeah. reverse drain. drain. Yeah. Yeah. And I really want to speak to that because, you know, we also see it in our world of healing where it's like lots of people get like really gung-ho mm-hmm. or maybe you guys would have met us through this podcast or Nights with Coco or however you found your way here and you start doing your healing journey. And then all of a sudden the pull, mm-hmm. the pull from density, which is AKA the house of mirrors and then the clown college mm-hmm. is so strong and it's so much easier. Yes than it is to the rise. Well, why it's quote-unquote easier is because you have a memory of that life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So there's more certainty to yep. that. You can always yep. pull from that. You can always pull from that. Yeah. Whereas always. where you're going forward, always. you've never been. And mm-hmm. so unless you are straight up fearless, there's always going to be more of a pull to go back. Well, and you're going to look at mentors like me, Mm -hmm. you know, or how me and Scott very much use our life. And you're like, okay, great. Like I see what they're doing. I see all that, but that doesn't apply to me. I can't do that. No. And the carnival gives you instant gratification. Instant. Well, yeah, you get the the big toy. Yes. You get get fucking elephant ears. Literally (laughs) you get anything you want now. Now. Right. Whereas when you're moving up the drain and plugging in, you have to have patience and trust. Yes. Well, that's like the big difference. Like if you look at it and I'm assuming most of our audience is like my age is like you see it in kids nowadays where they just play nothing but video games Mm -hmm. because you get like the the bright flashy lights, you get the noise. Now try and give those kids like a wooden puzzle. (laughs) No noise, no flashing, no sound. Mm -hmm. It's literally just like... Like no instructions. Fu- no instructions, a 500-piece puzzle, and try and get them to put it back together. Mm-hmm. 
that's really what like clown college is. And that's kind of what like going up the pipe is, is like you go back to a wooden puzzle. It's simple. It's basic. It's complex a little bit. And, and there's the- some work involved, but the satisfaction of having to do it without all the flashy lights and all like, you know, the pay to play sort of thing. That's that's the reward, and yeah. that's why it's so hard moving up the drain to plug in because one so it, because simple. it's it's so simple. It's the opposite of everything that you've ever been told and experienced. You don't sell. You don't go without. You know, money comes in as fast as it goes out. You know what I mean? You're that instant manifestator instead of law of attraction. Why? Because you're the fucking computer, literally, and you just forgot that you were the computer. And so when you tap into the motherboard, I, for example, as the motherboard, give you that hit that gives you that strength to all of a sudden reboot your computer, reboot your memory and become a motherboard for everybody else. And then you control how you navigate the game because your lens and perspective is now from a higher one mm-hmm. right and from a different one and the chaos of the game in general is well that's why simplicity is so hard to grasp because yes. you're constantly used to chaos distraction a hundred things coming at you at a hundred miles a minute like oh my god our phones yes like grabbing onto our phones like everything like even right now like I could pull up in my phone and start scrolling and not listen to what you guys are doing especially if you're feeling that pull if something pings at you because we talked a lot about people who say are on their human journey and then all of a sudden they go back down that drain mm-hmm. and then it they feel they're back in the house of mirrors and um I want you guys to speak about that and they they're back in the house of mirrors and all of a sudden they don't they don't even care about getting plugged in anymore because again what Scott said the shame and disappointment of admitting they're wrong and having to look at it is too much but because of the instant gratification in the house of mirrors they actually think they're doing it yes they actually think that they're outside of the house of mirrors and moving up the tunnel Mm -hmm. right because it's that hit that they weren't getting when they were uh, you know in the tunnel exactly and their wounds become so rampant Mm -hmm. in the in the tunnel because you no longer form so it's like they're showing me you're like naked now all of a sudden in the tunnel hence why I trigger so many people so maybe you have a guide reading or maybe you have a session you're like holy fuck I'm naked and I can't I have to look at everything she is saying because she, like it's true mm-hmm. you know and that's not coming from me Coco it's coming from the fucking motherboard it's coming from your mainframe it's coming from your information and so everybody in the house of mirrors like Scott said it's not right or wrong but that's why it's so hard to get out of the house of mirrors mm-hmm. because there's so many people telling you their journey but they never even fucking left the house of mirrors mm-hmm. they're making their money they're making their life they're spinning left and right in this house of mirrors because it is extreme because at any point in time they can walk out that door and get the cotton candy too right so they're comfortable mm-hmm. well all those people are doing is they're directing you to the emergency exit mm-hmm. they're not directing you to the end of the house of yeah yes. dead on carly you're going out the emergency exit literally and then you're getting your fill of cotton and you candy start again. Yes. that quick and easy fix exactly but it never actually lasts well, no, because in order to actually truly get out of that cycle, you have to go to the exit of the house of mirrors, not the emergency exit. Well, you know, like in movie theaters, they have those exits yeah. by the screen. Mm-hmm. That's what you're exiting out of. You're not mm-hmm. at the end of the maze. No, you no. need to get into the field. Yes. And then you need to see that spiral up. And mm-hmm. then you have to have the courage to listen to that spiral up. That's like that hollow hello, you know, screaming at you, which is this podcast, which is, you know, well, you- all of this team's work. Well, you can't listen to someone else's exit plan. You have to find your own. Yes. Yes. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the feeling work. Mm-hmm. That's why all their stuff works, but it, it works from thinking. For, it works from thinking and, and, temporarily. It, and it's, mm-hmm. it's going to make you move a certain in different directions. But sooner or later, you have to move into into the feeling and you have to find sort of like your own your own exit door. Yeah. I mean, even listening to us, mm-hmm. like that's why we don't really push anything. Mm-hmm. And we say like, we're not Bible. Like we're, we always tell you guys, like there's so many people out here who's having this information, who's sharing this stuff, like find the mentors that work for you because there is so many different ways to exit. We are not the end all or be all. Mm-mm. We are here just like you guys. We found our exit and we're trying to help you guys find yours. Yeah. However that looks like for you. Mm-hmm. Don't take your exit if it looks like it's my exit because that's my door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We want you guys to find your door. But in order to do that, you have to do your work. Yeah. And it's very much like you had said, Alexia, is in the House of Mirrors too is where the activism gets so high. Yeah. Because it's like in there, you're listening to all the people that Scott had just said that are telling you that it's my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't listen to me, you ain't getting out of this house of mirror. And it's classic, you know, 4D spin that's been engulfed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that selling because it is so lucrative because everybody is swor- s- spinning. So what they're telling me is like, say there's a million, there's millions of people that will always maintain the circus. Okay. They're the ones running the carts. They're the one. Oh, you put your the back. Yeah, yeah. You're the one that put your back out. You're going to the quote unquote chiropractor. Like there's a whole circus world and we all still engage in that world but consciously and then us as new earth are now creating other systems within the carnival Mm because we're going back down to the carnival and creating it within our own system Mm -hmm. but what you have to understand is that then that that whole world has millions of people but then the house of mirrors has billions Meaning that there's billions of people that are trying to wake up into consciousness, okay? So what you need to understand when I always say there's more of us than there's not, there truly is. Because I would include the house of mirrors as people like, quote unquote, like us. They just aren't fully aware of it yet. So there's the millions that are managing 3D. They're born into that density. That's their that's their blueprint. They ain't fucking leaving. They ain't rising in this life. I mean, a lot of our parents are that. They're just very much clown college maintainers, yeah. okay? <laughs> <laughs> like literally, but then there's billions of us in this energy and in this climate, as Carly calls it, in this ascension that are hanging out in the 4D that is then moving up into 5D and beyond, right? This is happening, people, whether you realize it or not. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are you in this imagery and what is it going to take to fucking get out of this and stay in it? Mm-hmm. Because you very much, um, one of the last things I want to touch on is how when, if you're in that spin, and you, you say you're doing healing work and you come back down, you always have that choice to come back up into the spin and try and get into the mainframe again. But it's going to be harder. So that's what we were talking about before. Like your part, your ex-partner, if he was to come back to you and say like, I want to get back together or whatever the case may be, he now has all of that healing to do. Mm-hmm. All of that re- residual energy that now needs to be cleaned up. And it's harder to get back up the drain than it was the first time. We're not saying you can't, but it's also, are you ready to face your ego? That is really butthurt and doesn't want to admit that it's wrong. And you guys hit the nail on it. This is why people creep and stalk people. Mm -hmm. So all the people that kind of creep and stalk us don't follow us, but we're well aware of them stalking or creeping Mm -hmm. is because they're still feeling that pull to the drain, but they don't want to admit it. Yeah. And sometimes like just, 
uh, you know, we talking about Devin and having to overcome all that stuff to um, get back into into our lives is um, it's also very, very easy just to get back into that swing of things too. Like that's a distraction, right? Oh, I've been with this person for 20 years. It's just easier to be together than it is to be yes. apart. Yes. So you really have to look at your own individual situation and see what works for you. Yes. And find that discernment of what pull is stronger, yeah. the comfort or choosing your light. Yes. yes. Because there is no middle ground. It's yes. comfort or your light. And it, it's, it is, I don't well, know. You, you, you got to be uncomfortable. Well, I mean, yes. to call Carly out, she just had a huge fucking two-hour session. And the guide said, like, Carly, mess up your life. Get uncomfortable. <laughs> right? And it's not easy. But Carly, she, she was smart in the sense that she is getting uncomfortable while she has the stability instead of, <laughs> of kind of what we kind of did. We went through the fun house with the chaos. But Carly was like, fuck you, bitches. I'm going to fucking get stabilized. And then I'm going to deal with my uncomfortableness and clean up what mm-hmm. I brought with me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this quote was true for a time. And maybe it's true for some people. But I feel like a lot of us now, this is not necessarily 100% true. And it goes, people don't want their lives fixed. Nobody wants their problems solved, their dramas, their distractions, their stories resolved, their messes cleaned up, because what would they have left? Just the big, scary unknown. I feel like that's true for some people, but I feel like this group that's listening to us and that group is getting bigger and bigger all the time. That's becoming less and less of a concern because more and more people are doing it. That unknown is becoming more and more known Mm -hmm. so there's less and less to be scared about so there's less reason to be stuck yeah yeah so i just want to leave it there and i just think that this is such a big download it really changed the trajectory of my weekend and my life to really have this imagery because i know last podcast i think it was i talked about scott and how I'm always so scared that he's going to quote unquote die. And Carly's like, you're fucking crazy. Like literally <laughs> you need to deal with that. Well, I deal, I finally dealt with it on Thursday and it came to a head where it was like, you know what? I told, I told the team that I, I saw the layer of trauma. Okay. It was always trauma for me. And it was more of like the trauma of Scott dying and me getting a phone call that he died. But what it really came down to is I don't trust myself. I wasn't trusting myself enough or him that when he goes back down the pipe into 3d to ride his bike, to engage, to be in the circus, I have this trauma that the game is going to come just out of nowhere. Like we have a fucking, you know, Bermuda triangle (laughs) coming out while he's walking and sucking him in and it's game over right? Because I'm so hyper aware of the game now and that I never had the language. So yesterday when he went and rode his bike, I said to myself like 50 million times, because I have never been given imagery in my work. You guys are all spoiled. You get Mm -hmm. it. Um, I was like, he's not being sucked up by the game. He's not being sucked up by the game. And for the first time ever, I was at peace, right? To understand that like, you know, we're in the motherboard. We can go down and engage and the game isn't going to swallow us up like all the other timelines that Mm -hmm. it did. And what you guys need to understand is there is various timelines that we have lived where we fucking never left clown college. And what did that do? That train went again, right against a brick wall and we all blew up. And they had said that to you the other night, Alexia, when I was downloading this, the guides, and it was like, 
there is that trajectory right now with 3D and that mm-hmm. timeline is going back to the brick wall, mm-hmm. okay? And there's a large portion of us that are going into the house of mirrors and then up to the game and our ours isn't going against the wall. Mm-hmm. And so that's where that crumbling is coming. That's where all, you're, you can see it. You can see the people and the things that are clinging and holding on and waiting for the savior and waiting for the next thing. They're fucking going on a train 500 miles an hour straight into a brick wall. Mm-hmm. And it's those of us that are pivoting and making our way through that house of mirrors and up to realize the game is the one that's going to not experience that crash. So read my energy report, um, you know, reread that email, really understand that we're in those two boats and really ex- enjoy this experience month that we're in because it's a big one for all of you but I think you really really need to sit with this imagery Mm -hmm. and start looking at people are they in the clown college are they in the gates did they just are they in the house of mirrors like where the fuck am I even in here and don't create a spin around it you guys okay but really be honest with yourself at where you are and really take the hands that are trying to help you because I said it today sincerely I don't know how or why you would even want to do this alone anymore Mm -hmm. because we're past that you know we're really really past that so take this in and I welcome you all to the motherboard there is lots of holes for all of you guys (laughs) to plug in